here we are, and welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, where you, we last left you with the Friday Night Movie siblings. Lily was on the verge of having a child, or show we, so we thought, but she dragged it out for a few more weeks. But this is the next Definitely. episode that will air after the one we, where we fully talked about the fact that she was about to have a baby. Lily, the world is waiting. Can you now finally see your vagina? I don't think so. Because <laughs> that was the that was the question, question that le- we left everyone with. That we want here's our brother asking us. It's here's the what thing. the view of well, our the, qu- are. the question isn't can, it's should. should. <laughs> <laughs> what's doing down there? I'm not sure you. It's not necessary. like a homicide. <laughs> yeah, but so, exactly. The 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 best. It would be on the Shutter Network, is what you're saying. Yes, and the best absolute like. It comforts me is the first episode of everybody who's listening to this podcast right now. You need to go out and get this episode and watch it, uh, especially if you had a kid. Is uh, Life in Pieces when Colin Hanks and Zoe Lister Jones uh, come home from the hospital, right? And the doctor's like, Whatever you do, don't look after she's had her baby. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, come on, come on, come on. Like, put a mirror up. Like, she was like, I, I gotta look. And then she's like traumatized, and then there's a whole thing about him like sticking ice, uh, it like through her hoo ha, um, <sighs> post labor, and that episode to me, like I feel like it's a documentary. That episode. How, how does that show? Oh, the episode go four where seasons, by the is, way. is that the same episode or maybe it's like the next one where he sort of accidentally gets arrested and she's really angry because it means he's going to get to sleep because he has to spend the exactly. night in jail. <laughs> It's the next one. I think that's the next song. That, that is the um, same. That is the same. The, the episode Becky's talking about is one that is oft quoted in that's the a, house where they go and they get the hot dogs from 7-Eleven and she asks to order them. And the guy at 7-Eleven says, we actually can't technically call them hot dogs when they've been sitting here for seven hours. They're officially called wizard fingers at this point. <laughs> and so in our house now, when we use the air fryer to cook hot dogs, we tell the kids we're having wizard fingers and they love them they're like wizard fingers are the best hot dogs it's it's pretty so if anyone's curious that is life in pieces early early greatly greatly underrated so lily you have had your baby yes yes, you have your you have had your baby less than a week though yes since taping this episode which keeps you very much in the spirit of the rest of the podcast history he set the bar so high of postpartum podcasting that I was like anxious about how I was going to make it happen. Yeah, Becky. But Becky came in and like did like a high level very, interview. Yeah, and like, exactly. listen, I'm going to say I I recently re-listened to that episode, and just to make a suggestion, Lil, the way I played it was that I asked one smart question at the beginning and then kept my mouth shut the rest of the time. I thought about it. Sorry, like, does anybody else hear an echo? episode? I sh- no. So eventually, eventually, Lil, we are going to do an episode where you tell us the story of how you got here. But I don't think today is the day because this is your first right, day back. No. Yes, but that's definitely something I'm looking forward to because um, it's something I've wanted to share for a long time and haven't been able to. And I'm excited for your, you and Becky's help to help me like curate the best way to share you know, what it was like to go through this journey because uh, the, the little man who's here now is IVF. Whereas Ari was not. Um, and so, like, just, it was, like, a very unique experience. Plus, my friend delivered him. 
So it's like all around a very new experience. So if this were Gomez Corman Familia in the Canary Islands season two. Sure. Because you know, season four at this point. Seriously, it's really season four, but like the property Gomez is. What are we calling you guys? (laughs) What can people expect? Right. So if the season, you know, the season cliffhanger was, you're going to have this baby, and now episode one of the season is you finally had this baby, and then there was a summer series like Nine Hundred Two and O when they go to Paris, where mom and dad just live in your house during quarantine. Right, right. What should people be expecting from season two of the Gomez Cormans? I mean, I don't, you know, this is, this is unprecedented because I have boys. I don't know what that, you know. Two like, boys. I don't know who boys. else in our family has two boys. Josh and Alex. Uh, Jared and Sharice just had their second oh, boy. Oh, they have a second boy. But there's, they're the same age. I mean, we're not, we don't have any things to like you know aside from josh and alex i don't know any double boy relatives we have and josh and alex that's a good example they're wonderful cousins but yeah and Mm. so i think that like it's um it's gonna be hilarious because where you guys had your kids two years apart which i know comes with like a bag of hilarity just even now reliving it with becky with her kids um, when you talk to Becky on the phone and you hear, do not hit her, <laughs> take that away. <laughs> I'm like, definitely hit her. Let's get the camera going. I want to see what's happening. Like, I want like a live stream all the time of what's happening between the two girls. This is different because Ari's four. And so I feel like this is really unprecedented in our family. The, the fact that there's two boys and there's a four year age difference. Um, so Ari like thinks this is hilarious and has so far, you know, been cool about it. But we'll see. We'll see what kind of you know near danger he can cause for this child. Because that what? seems to be the game: how to make sure the older one doesn't kill the younger one. What, like what, what show is Ari going? What show is Ari going to? Let's if Ari had a Rex RX to a newborn brother. What show? There's only do you one think? show Ari can recommend, and that is Transformers. <laughs> That's the only thing that matters. He cannot wait for him to be able to say the word transformer. Um, he That's finds it ridiculous cool. that he doesn't just watch Transformers. They're a, they're a big enough age gap that Ari's going to really like want to share these things that he loves with his brother, as opposed to I feel like with Miri and Sunny, it it's more of like a right. hoarding the things away from her sister to make sure well, she doesn't have to share. That's, that's also an oldest child it, move, just to be clear. <laughs> right, but it's also uh, in, you know because I'm three years apart from Shine, he's five years apart from you. And like his to this day, his pop cultural influence on the two of us is is enormous, and so it's sort of like an in between of that of like basically, you know, uh, Ari will curate what this kid likes and does pretty much. That so is... hey, we'll see. and by Ari you mean Shy because Shy's curating. Shy's doing Ari. it with Ari. Exactly. <laughs> but but let's be clear, Ari Ari invited yeah. me in to do it. It's not like yeah. I was I, I'm far away. He's like this. It's... He's like this guy has good taste. It's not like my, my kids who I made sit down and watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey and Back to Back Days, right? Like you, it, it's, he's coming what to it they naturally. What did they I, think? What did they think? I'll get to that. Because they have a very strict by rent man. Oh my God. Your kids have They're, such I mean, different, I mean, talk about a high standards and what are the rules? Jeez. Who can keep up with those two? Uh, I'll say this. They, they. They were excited to watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure because they watched so much educational television 
that they were excited of the people going back into history. But then also because oh, they cool. they knew all of the characters beforehand because of the Who Was show on Netflix and the Brainchild show on Netflix and what? and and the Magic School Bus oh, rides again that, like all the shows oh, that they regularly all watch the historical characters. all the historical figures Ex- they know e- explain all this stuff and so they knew who essentially all of the characters were so they were excited but also they were also like correcting things they were like <laughs> ah, that's definitely your oldest they also, but also like i think they were also like you know providing some interesting criticism like we told them we told the kids yeah so they have to go back in time and they have to find these really important people from history and my youngest immediately says oh cool like rosa parks and i'm like no <laughs> I'm like I'm like no that's a good point Bill and Ted probably if you were to do it again now might have to might have, to, have up, to upgrade the diversity of its choices and social justice messages <laughs> yeah. although I'm interested to see the third one and right. so but I'm proud of my daughter for that's what that's what she asked about and so they liked excellent adventure and they were a little nervous about bogus journey because I told them up front they're gonna die there's gonna be this ghost character but he's really funny and just to get them to turn it on but they like the first one enough that when they started bogus journey and it is really funny it is a really good sequel we did fast forward the part where they're in hell and they see like their nightmares you know there's the part where they see the weird aunt that's played by bill and the military school it's like a, it's a brief like but we just skipped it which i'm more and we jumped right to when they do the board games with death and they just thought it was so funny, and my older daughter just loves the Death character, the Grim Reaper character, and we've been walking around talking about like Death getting a Melvin over and over and over again, and and then they immediately were like, "Can we start part three? Can we start part three? So that's going to be our part, movie. Too. When does part three come out? It came out. Oh, it is. It's out. It came out on demand. Yeah. So oh, right we're, on. We're, okay. We're so last night, Vlad and I were really struggling with what to watch, but I. Feel like I have um, you've refocused my my purpose here um, to to I'll do I'll do the first two in preparation of the third now. Oh yeah, and then we should do yeah, like a review great. of the third one. Oh, but that's the, great! I the, love but this the first plan. two, the first two they hold up. They're really they're really fun. They're really funny. They they have some stuff in them though that like that really I wish they could just edit out a few of the jokes shocked that they hold up like you know how people talk about like people talk about oh Disney you know is changing some of its old things to take out some of the offensive imagery I think that when things are not crucial to the plot it's really not a big deal to edit out and take out things that are offensive to make something more relevant you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think there's a couple of jokes in in Bill and Ted that are just sort of like they're not from our, this current era. They're not necessary for the story. And I think if you ask Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter and anybody else, would they make that joke today? There's no way they would. And so I think like it's not that you know I'm not going to like do my own supercut, but uh, I you know I definitely we made sure our kids understood that like this is not an acceptable joke. I mean they they know in general they're not allowed to repeat things. So you're saying they haven't been recut, but you would recommend. no they haven't. But but if they well, at least I have DVD mine are from DVDs, so mm. you know. But but if they sliced out a few things here or there to make them like more appropriate for now. I really, no one would miss it and the movies would still be as good because the characters and stories are a lot of fun. And so, yeah, so that was really good. Now, Lil, you have mom and dad. Yes, I do. The next thing everyone needs to know about is, like, what's mom up to? What is mom up to? What has she broken recently in your house? (laughs) 
Man, have you broken anything recently? When you were out of the house having the baby, how many things? Yeah, she broke the surfboard and what was the other big one? There was like two really <laughs> juicy ones that she broke. You can't bring up the surfboard. Okay. It's a very touchy subject. Oh, no, she collar. threw out the dog collar. That was a whole thing. And then yesterday, it's She's just like Paul says holding, Paul says holding the baby, and he's like trying to take like the onesie off. Or is that today? And then Paul turns to him, and she's like, "You're gonna hurt the baby." And he just looked at me. He was like, "No, I am not." <laughs> and she's like, "Sorry, sorry, okay." And he was like, "It's my baby." And she's I'm talking about how the baby's cold all the time. Now she says he's not cold, but well, that's because your house is like a minus like fifteen situation. Yeah, and my kids like, slept the best until like... they were this age. <laughs> and so. No, no. Now I think she's pretty good. We're, we're pretty good on the temperature of this kid. But, um, you know, mom is a powerhouse. She, like, is cooking and uh, cleaning. She, like, I, this is something that is for sure real. She's my personal driver. She just included that in. But I can tell that mom and dad have been here for about five, six months. And they have been looking at all the drawers that they would like to clean out. That like have been respected. Did they do it while you were in the hospital? Like, did you come back? If you take your eye off of them for a second, their drawers are going to be cleaned out. Then I go into labor, and the two of them are for sure like giving each other eyes, being like, "She's weak now. Now she's weakened." (laughs) And I come back from the hospital, and an entire closet of mine is splayed out on a uh, folding table, and she goes, "This is what I've decided that we'll keep." (laughs) <laughs> I go. This, she goes. I'd like you to admire the organization I've done in the closet. <laughs> and I said, "Thank you so much." That she goes. What's on the table? You can decide. And, and I was like, and then I see it's been done to a few other drawers, and Dad is on the like he's on the loose. So who knows? And it's like they've been waiting. Like when she's too tired, we will reorganize her home. And it was just wonderful. They're they're wonderful. They're hilarious, the two of them. Yeah. Um, and and what shows have they been watching while all what this shows is going on? This is really important. People want to know. Yeah, because people want to know. Dad is obviously watching some British murder mystery because that seems to be his. And oh, and he's dad. Okay, do you know this weird, funny quirk about dad is amazing. He's been watching like old reels of Hialeah. From like Miami. Oh, is that like, why it's on my? Country. I see that on my country. YouTube account all yeah. the time. I'm like, from Miami. And, and, and why? In Basque Country. Why he finds it incredibly relaxing. Like it's shy with Bob Ross. Good. Oh, or like me with my ASMR videos. ASMR. Yeah. It's like his ASMR. He's like oh, loving love watching it. these matches. That awesome. Oh, that is and so cool. That's like a it's a great thing that, that mom that's a good dad's watching. I was so wondering like, like who's watching Highline in the middle of the Yeah, that, it's like he like relaxes him and like makes him like to fall asleep at night, which is oh, think, that makes a, so happy. hilarious, right? And and mom I watched a lady mom is on watching in line last night for thirty minutes <laughs> while whispering. <laughs> Just well, so high lie to you is just like you're like that seems normal. Oh, someone folding and, towels Ooh, puts me right to bed. Um, mom's been watching In Line of Duty. She watched Umbrella Academy. Um, and before I had the baby, we started season two of Dirty John, but um, I kind of cut us off because mom I, I claims she never saw season TV. one. She, I don't know if she did. I don't, oh, I didn't okay. watch it with her. I told her to watch it. No, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I've been trying to give mom tons of breaks, but uh, she does her own thing. 
Do you yeah, want to reveal? Time. So a lot of people have texted and called and sent love, either our podcasting friends, our internet friends, our friends that we've known since we were little kids. Uh, and I, they've asked me the baby's name. And I've said, I know that Lily's going to reveal it in time. And, uh, you know, you'll get more details about it on the on the podcast. Is there anything else you want to, like, reveal about this whole scenario? This will air, like, two weeks after your bris. So this is Do you not... want me to say his name? I don't mind. That's up to you. Is that you. what you're asking? Is yeah. there something else you want me to reveal? I don't know. Like, some more exciting stories from the birth? I mean, that's like a whole other podcast, but yeah, my friend pulled them out of me. I don't know. That's pretty exciting. Like in a hospital? In a hospital, yeah. But, but like my, it was like my friend who's a labor and delivery nurse came to the hospital and it was me, her and Halsa the whole time. And it was like very cool. And she kept it like very calm. And um, Becky, I didn't realize in the States that the, the gynecologist is the one that does that part, that the they, actual delivery. Yeah, they yeah. catch the baby. Right here, if everything's going fine, then the nurse does everything. Oh, cool. And so um, she did everything all the way to the end. She handed me my baby. So that was pretty wild. And um, and then she does like all the like post post stuff. And I basically, at one point I was like, oh my God, you just handed me my baby and I think you're cleaning my butt. So we're really good friends now. <laughs> <laughs> she started laughing. <laughs> I was like, I think... There's no coming back from this one. I was like, we besties. Um, so that it was pretty wild. It was pretty a pretty good experience, and I we, I could do like a whole podcast on the difference between the first time and the second time, and how you know it's there's a huge thing about empowering yourself to you know knowing how you want to have a baby and what you want to do with that, and that's a whole other podcast that we'll have to do at some point. But I think that there's a lot there, and it's pretty amazing. And um, you guys probably are most interested in the fact that there was a heat wave. Like, it was 110 degrees the day he was born, and the room that they put you in postpartum has no air conditioning. Because it's shot. like, what, like the 17th century in right. on your yeah. island? Uh, like, exactly. I would have had the baby no central outside air. if that was the case. Right? I was imagining <laughs> Shy being like, Allie, I love you, but I'm going to sit this one out. Like, I'm going to sit outside. I'll see you on the other (laughs) side. On the other side. Because, like, the air conditioning, the the no air conditioning would have broken you, Shy, for sure. Um, There's air conditioning in the actual living room and in in the rest of the hospital, but, like, the post, you know, the, like, yeah, the hang where you stay while you're waiting to go home, there wasn't any. It's not usually this hot here, but it was, like, record-breaking temperatures. And that was and and so how about the how about the name reveal? So we did the name reveal no, on Zoom. Andy is before is before the baby comes. Yeah. We did a Zoom reveal. We did. We got the whole family on Zoom on our side. This too bad. We, we probably can't, we can't release it. But Becky and I, I know. were I dying to bad. know that you were okay and that the baby was okay and hear the name. And so we peer pressured mom and dad and everyone onto Zoom. We just said we're waiting on Zoom. So, which is a great idea. Which is a great idea. It was really special because we were all and we were all together, and there was like this for an hour until you were able to join us, and it was just kind of this really and and now we have a video special moment we all got to share. Yeah, and Becky accidentally guessed the name like a week before, 
and I didn't say anything. And um, so I, I was like so excited for her reaction. Well, you it wasn't really, it wasn't reaction. really, it wasn't really a guess. Oh, please, I was can, sharing... I, can, I, can I put, can I yes, post Yes, you, you can post my reaction. It's probably oh, the greatest gift ever, greatest gift ever if, made. If you ever need a gift for ugly cry, just Google search this one. That I should upload it to Jiffy. I should upload it to Jiffy it's and really just incredible. ugly cry. Maybe you'll become <laughs> like the new meme. I honestly, I could be. Um, and I, didn't, I didn't actually guess the name. I was sharing with you boy names because we didn't know if we were having a boy or a girl and we had prepared a couple of boy names. And this was, you know, the top of our, it was one of our top boy name uh, choices. I'm so, a terrible yes. liar, but I kept a really, I think I kept a good poker face. Yeah. While we were talking, I didn't say anything. Cause I was like, you're okay, a terrible liar. I can I'm always a terrible liar. Lying. So, I, can always so I was tell. just like, you know, keeping it not like not looking at the camera. I was like, okay, if it's a boy, she'll find out in a week anyways. Um, and and well, we didn't know it was a boy. So when my friend put him on me, they put a blanket on him right away. And she didn't look at his gender. <laughs> and so she just like put him on me and she goes, I think he looks like a boy, but I don't know what it is. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, look. And we all just like peeked under the blanket. And we were like, it's a boy. <laughs> That's so fun. It's really funny. And, and so... Um, his name is Asher, which Becky prefaced when she told me about this, that she feels like it's a very 90s name. Which is very <laughs> in right now. I don't know. I think it's like that. a hilarious categorization of his name. Um, and I didn't know that. Like, and then Shark said, you said it's like, no, it's like a Brooklyn hipster name, which I didn't which realize. Which is why it feels like it's a 90s name. Those two things right. are synonymous it's, these days. Doesn't make a lot of sense. That's true. Um, and so, and then his middle name is Rain. So it's Asher Rain, and um, Jose was concerned because it. He was like, I don't. I, I love the name, but I'm not sure it goes with Gomez Corman. And I was like, <laughs> nothing, nothing goes with Gomez <laughs> Corman. We need to give nothing. these kids names that they could then use their middle name as their last name should they become famous. <laughs> because there is nothing that we can do about the fact that your last name is Gomez. It's not the Corman that's the problem. We know that. So. So, um, I never remember yeah. it's Gomez Corman, right? Not Corman yeah. Gomez. It's yeah, Gomez Spain. Spain. The dad is first, the dad's name comes first. Got it. And, and both names are used for everything. And well, you know, I would say I have gotten pretty talented at one particular thing, which is the strategic use of cameo. And yes. I knew you were gonna, I knew this is why you wanted me to, to, to say the name. Too. Why Becky did her but name wait, reveal too. Explain just, the reason for the name on. and we'll come back to okay. Cameo. So, so Rain, I wanted an R name to name the baby in some way after our dear, dearest, most wonderful friend, Ron, um, like family friend, Rabbi Ron Agan, um, who passed away, um, right uh, a few months after Ari was born. Like and, six, six um, weeks, eight, eight weeks. Yeah, like not even. And like for which Becky's after. Becky's first kid, Miriam, first, first yeah, name. is is named right. after. And so that was important to me. And, and I wanted it to be the same, like I like because we didn't know the gender. I was like one middle name, both kids. It'll just be Rain, no matter what. And um, we haven't officially like registered. He doesn't have a birth certificate yet. So I, I, we've been talking about the spelling, but um, oh. Sorry, one second. Ari's home. Um, should I just start again? Your kid, your just kids, your kid your comes kids. home from the beach mm. at 8.30, whereas... Yeah, comes home from roaming the streets. 
No, just keep yeah. in the story. I'll edit it just fine. Okay, we had a brief okay. interruption, guys. Lily had a baby. Things are going on at her house. Right. right. Um, so I don't remember anyone being this nice to me when I had a baby. He was like, uh, shape up or ship out, Becky. <laughs> I well, mean, I would say, Becky, we can't, you're like, if we give you an inch, you'll take a mile. We got to be real <laughs> careful with you. So I feel like, it, you know, we had to be a bit strict. But yeah, I'm, a um, I'm a talker. I'm a corpsman. But so anyway, so named after our dear friend, the spelling, I was like very confident about the spelling, which I wanted to just do straight up rain, like the rain in the sky, um, like nature. Which is very cool because Becky has a kid named Sunny and a kid named Ray. Exactly. And so it's like a life cycle of sun and rain and rays of light. I mean, it's beautiful. Yes, I didn't even realize. Becky was like, you realize my kid is Sunny and you just named your kid Rain. And I was like, oh my God, that's like the weather. And oh, like, it's yeah. gonna be a band, Sunny and Rain. Sunny and Rain, and Becky spelled sure. Sunny like like Sunny spelled I E too, right? And Becky spelled it like it's Sunny. No, outside. it is definitely not spelled I E. It's spelled with like a Y. Only with a Y. There's no other spelling of Sunny. No. Like Sunny <laughs> it's in not chair is sunny. sunny with a Y. No, it's all no. with a Y. It's all. all the, the na- oh I no, guess... the other, the other, the other spelling you're thinking of is S O N N Y. So like, oh sorry, sweet. okay. Sunny is like no, like yeah, but I guess be, I guess Lily hasn't written many birthday oh. cards to your kid, huh? No, so like the <laughs> no, like no, the I character in the Godfather, Sunny is with an O. Our Sunny is with a U. Oh, that's true. Vlad, she hasn't had a birthday. Yet. It took no. Vlad a while to kind of like move past the mental block of knowing that our kid was not named after the Godfather character, <laughs> Sunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, but it's with okay, a U. So, ours with a U. So, so you, it'd be with you, an O or a U, and we chose the U knew, for the weather. For the, for the weather, for the weather. <laughs> okay, that's the what I'm trying to get at. Thank you. That's what I meant. I knew that there was a different spelling out there, and that you chose the one that was weather related. And so I was like, "There's a ton of spellings of rain. My God, like there's the Kardashian spelling, which is like rain to rain of a, a people, like a, a who is a Kardashian? Who has a Kardashian named Rain? Uh, Courtney Kardashian, one of her kids is Rain. Oh. And it's R-E-I-G-N. Like to reign a kingdom. Oof. Oof. Yeah. A- um, I can't do that in Spain. And then um, there's Rain Wilson, R-I-A-N-E, right? Like the actor, Rain Wilson. I, I, I don't know. And then oh, there's Rain Meta I mean? from. I'm sorry. Right. sorry what, Rain Meta from. What was that? Inch and a mile? Yeah. You were just yes. talking about? So then there's Rain Maida from that. Our Lady Peace, whose hair you stroked oh, during a God. concert once. Yep, that was a great concert. Anyways, the point is that um, I was inspired by Becky and the simplest spelling of this name <laughs> to do rain like the weather. And um, and so, yeah, and more importantly, uh, named for our friend. So his name is Asher Rain, which immediately made me think of the classic viral video I- chocolate rain only i would give you more like content to look stuff up on the internet so now (laughs) would you like would you like me to report it or would you like to you report it you report it you go down rabbit hole so fast i've never like you complete the rabbit hole faster than anybody can google something and the legendary YouTuber and musician who created that viral sensation, Chocolate Rain, Tay Zonday, Tay Zonday, is available on Cameo. 
And I sent him a note saying, my sister just had a baby. His name is Asher Rain. Could you please send her family wishes? Here's all their names. But when you say Asher's name, could you sing it like Chocolate Rain and go, Asher Rain? And within an hour, maybe even less, he sent back a beautiful message and sang really those sweet. notes. It was a really sweet message. I say, what a gentleman. And I yeah, have now. Like a long message, too. Like, he was so sweet. And so, so far, I've done three or four cameos, and they've all been, like, huge, huge winners. I feel like you could be a cameo curator. I mean, I've picked good ones, and I've set them up for success. No, but he he did a nice job. He had a good shot. He had his hat on. Like, he looked like, like every single person that's done a cameo for me has really made an effort, him included. And, uh, and And now. And you've also managed to. Now Asher has a theme song. Asher Rain. Yeah. And you, you've also just managed to like really do some very thoughtful, funny ones. And yeah, because the key is right. Like anyone, any, anyone can spend like a few hundred dollars on Gary Busey, right? Gary Busey, yeah. Like that's obviously <laughs> awesome and super expensive. But to go and find like the right niche one, mm. yeah, exactly. It's, um, a, it's a talent. It is a talent. Um, so, so yeah, so that's. Cool. Well, why don't we talk about what we've been watching? I, I want to start off by just giving you, since you're back on the show, a big I told you show. You Which is it. like a big deal. Like, you I get, know you're getting, not even doing it just because I had a baby. No, you're, like, you're, you're getting oh, two. You're getting two because cause I feel like your I told you show also dovetail with some serious show indipity. And just for folks who haven't heard, an I told you show, because it's been a while since we've done one, is an award they're not giving out lightly, is an award you give to someone for recommending a show to you that you end up loving and then you must come back and give them and I told you show and call them a genius which I'm doing right now Lily you're a genius because you've been recommending uh the first for both of these for a while I think but you really scratched you found this itch that I had during this period I, of you like you didn't even know that what you had that I, I I guess I really like these like limited series murdery crimey not full-on true crime it's like and, and not too brutal like and not too not, brutal right but, mm, but not like mine hunter yeah exactly like, like, mine you know, hunter mine, mine is like over the top prestige type. i had to i had to stop season two i couldn't couldn't make my, it through my, mine hunter didn't start that's like over the top prestige television these are just like really compelling stories where i spend the whole time like trying to guess the maybe they're like beach reading i just keep trying to guess the ending it out oh it's okay and every night we want to watch more of it and You're it's like really we'll never know if it's like beach reading but it could be and it's not and it's not yeah that's true. i have no idea and and, and it's actually i was talking about a documentary earlier with some friends and i was like yeah i'm so i'm almost done reading it and they were like Mur? and i'm like oh sorry Wrong audience. I'm like, you guys don't realize I consider a documentary like reading a book. Um, and uh, and so the first one is The Sinner because loved season one and season two. I think season one was better than season two, but they were both really good. And I can't wait for three. And Dirty John. Allie and I knocked off two episodes a night of that show. We were so into it. We just kept watch, like being like, what's going to happen next? And it was a true story. And, and then also every time John would come on stage, we'd just be like, there's Don, John being dirty. What dirty yeah, thing I mean, is John up to this time. And Eric it's... Bana was so terrifying. So good. Okay, but also yeah, believable. The scene in the lawyer's office when his eyes go really beady yeah. and he's, and you're just like, Ooh, he is, he can turn on the, the, the terror very with like, 
a very he, I little bit. He did great. So, so Dirty John was essentially about this sociopath who inserts himself into women's lives and essentially ruins them. Uh, is it's just and it's got Connie Britton and all the other bit actor, actors are are really great. Oh the yeah, are great. Julie yeah. Gardner. Yeah, the Julie one from Gardner's Ozarks, right? Arts. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and the one that plays the other daughter, Ju- um, Juno Temple. Is that her name? Yeah, she yes, was amazing in it. She was amazing. So good. So I really, really. And if you that. if you like Google any or YouTube any interviews with the family, so they do. Real, they, they do it's great like job. uncanny how yeah. good a job they do. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, so yeah. I I thought it was really, really fun and salacious, but not too over the top. And we just couldn't stop watching it. So that was so and, and the center was kind of the same way. In fact, the center we know there's a third season, so we're like saving it. We're waiting to it's, watch it. I you know, I don't want to like set uh, I don't want to like ruin my track record, but because I don't want to ruin my track record, I will say that like three of center is a different bag. You, you so, have told me that you have not. Yeah, I don't know. Nor did you go like. It. Nor did you go hard on these recommendations. These are just shows you recommended that I checked out and I turned out to love. So hats off, and I told you so to Lily. And if anyone's looking Thank for you. some, you know, beach reading, now right. and it's like and it's, these are not big commitments. You're not getting involved in five six seasons. Well, that's the other like, thing that's great yeah. about these. Like I am increasingly like, sure shows don't right. need twenty two episodes. Let alone, <laughs> let alone, seasons, let alone so. more than two or three seasons, unless it's like The Last Kingdom, where I could literally watch that right all right. the way through, yeah, right. to modern times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, and back, so that's my I told you so report. Becky, you have an I told you show report. And I, well, and I told you show feels like a bit of a strong word because I wouldn't say you recommended this. I would say that you like mentioned in passing you watched it with your kids and I was like yeah it seems cute but I feel like he recommended it does it count I, mean, I don't know like if I for- I don't know if I formally recommended it on the podcast I'll but put it I this way 100% tweeted about it and vouched for it big time in yes. private life yes and so I on those grounds because that would be the reason it was on my radar um, so I will receive an I told well, you no, show. Well, no, don't give it to me. Give it to my daughters. Your daughters? Okay, I feel better about that one. Your yeah. daughters? Well, but I only, like, I mean, I but guess it, I trust their judgment. They, I was... <laughs> are you um, giving it to them or you're giving it to Allie? Uh, your daughters get an I told you show. It's going to take a lot for me to give one to Allie because, <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell you. <laughs> yeah, don't know what those rules are. Um, so... Your daughter's getting I told you show, show four. And guys, trust me on this when I say The Babysitter's Club on Netflix, the new series. It is what it's it's the quality, it's the it's the storytelling I would want my daughters to watch. Yeah, it's it's, it's fantastic. So well done. It's such good lessons for young people, not just young, not just girls, not just young women, but I just I'd want my boys to watch it too even though the cast is primarily this group of young girls the way that it handles what are treated in the news and I think in adult conversation as really politically charged conversations the show handles so naturally and um, with a lot of grace and 
So it's things about um, gender identity or uh, sexual orientation, family structures. Um, but but it also always stays about a bunch of kids right. growing up it's, and babysitting. Yes, that's what like, it is about. It doesn't like overly sexualize or but the, but darken even, the character. But I'm saying it also doesn't politicize any of these issues. And that's why it's so good is because it's about a group of friends who have a babysitter's club. And then through that, there's these things that are around them that are happening. But in one episode, uh, like a teenage boy is talking to one of the, the girls in the babysitter's club about crushes they've had. And he just says, oh, yeah, last year I had this crush on this boy so-and-so. And there's no like big conversation and they're not dwelling on the fact that this you know 13 year old boy is gay or is out as gay there's not a conversation around it it's just kids talking about who they have crushes on and it's handled so normally and naturally and it's the world the that i would love my kids it's the to grow up and i would love my kids to grow up in in a way where they get to speak that way and feel that way um without and and i'll say like people of all ages like this is the absolute definition of a show that i can watch with my seven and nine year old daughter and we watch over and over is and this over and over again a specific itch for becky like i, I know why you watch too shy because you have kids but I, like, i'll tell what, you why I but i have a girlfriend things, that have watched it and they don't have kids oh, so i know people things, have kids who watch things it. have been as you know we're still you know quarantining we're still sheltering in place then california has had these just savage wildfires where we've mostly been indoors and it's pretty scary um i was on pins and needles waiting for lily to have the baby and i think i just sort of reached my maximum anxiety capacity and watching this show i wanted to watch something (laughs) that would maximum anxiety capacity i I wanted to watch a show it's, no, but I'm saying yeah. I wanted to watch a show that yeah. would bring the temperature down for me. I wanted to watch something that would Absolutely. feel soothing and calming. And so it's I and, think it's my show and deputy for postpartum. Right, exactly. Right. Because it's it's sweet and it's gentle and it has good lessons and it has like all of it's just very positive. Like in every respect it's positive, including the fact that it's not just like reality tv show and like the drama and you're not respecting me like those are like fun kind of reality tv show rabbit holes to go down but they're like a little bit you know trashy in their own special way and and i just i think i wanted something that was wholesome that would feel like um feel a little bit uplifting to watch so that that's that's the itch it was scratching and it really has felt very soothing to put it on you know at the end of the day i'll watch an app but i'm like oh i feel like calm and not upset or anxious and there's some good good things going on in the world so yeah but wait most important who's your what's like who are your favorite babysitters like i'm all about dawn i think she's super cool I love how understanding and how strong she is but she's also like i was a kid i like that Mm-hmm. She's been revamped for this for this show. Oh, I'm curious. I have I have to watch it because I definitely was obsessed with that movie, and we used to play the the game. We had the babysitter club game at home and the books. I know, but I didn't, deal. I didn't read the books as a kid, so it wasn't. But I like loved the movie, and I knew you know we all knew about it. But I feel like this in this iteration of it, I feel like I. I understand, I understand Christy the most because I was very much, I think, like that as a kid. And so oh, I feel I've, I, I watch the show her. being like, why does Christy have any friends? But right. if you can identify but with I, her, I, I feel I, a lot better. But I understand, <laughs> but, like, but I understand, like my heart hurts for her because I know how much growing she has to do. 
Um, and like part of that, you know, so, but I wouldn't say that oh, she's that's really thoughtful. But okay, I, I do feel like she has the most growth to do of any of the characters. She's, you know, the most immature in a lot of ways, uh, even though she wants to be, even though she thinks she's the most mature. And I'm pretty sure that sums me up. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, that's so awesome. And her, but I, I think of like as far as my favorite oh, character. Strong case for Christy. That's yeah. Amazing. But in in this version, I really, really love Marianne because I feel oh, like she's my other favorite. But I feel like Marianne's struggle is real. You know, the wanting to grow up, but not wanting to grow up at the expense of her relationship with her father, and like how important that is. And I think that's a really beautiful dynamic and a really valuable one to to show kids and and well, i just i, I think she's a great character and she's such a great actress you know the one that plays her i think she's yeah really that, spot it's, on it's a great well it, it is a great show i don't love have you gotten all the way through to the, the summer camp episodes no i have those are like the, the last the, few, right? that's I'm where i will say those are the ones that i don't have as much patience for because i have a heart like it's the babysitters club. I guess that doesn't have to have super serious rules, but like there are things that don't make any sense to me, like the entire economic model of their babysitters club. Um, <laughs> but in that one, like, I don't even understand. Are they counselors at the camp? Are they campers at the camp? Are they employees? Like, <laughs> there's so much. It's like the, the camp is. Right. Very I think it, yeah. I think that I'm that assuming was... they're, summer camp episodes because it must be like something iconic in the books right there must be like yeah yeah, and and it's a a big deal in the movie the summer camp yeah this show is i we watched that movie from the 90s recently this show is a thousand times better than that right yeah yeah we don't want to say like yeah yeah but i i have a i told you show for back hmm Ooh. 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 another one got it got it got it a while ago but <laughs> Becky's the champion. Yeah, Becky. We all know Becky's that. The champion. Um, I got it like right under the wire, right before um popping out the baby. Because um, sadly, I, I it's been five days since I've seen TV, so I don't know when I'll be able to see TV again. Well, I want you to know that when we together. had our kids, we were immediately watching shows in the room in between feedings. All I, I do. Just want you to know. I don't. I, I haven't been able to get it together watch. yet. Why don't you just watch just, while you're done? Like, what else is there to do? You just stare at the baby? Okay. I, I, I'm just, like, struggling to get it together so far. And um, and having another kid around is hard, like, to put the TV on all the time. You know, I feel like I kind of need to coordinate it better. I got to get my you rhythm. Just, you just get... hide in your room with your phone or your <laughs> iPad and your AirPods. And literally, you're just like, oh, I have to go feed the baby. And then you just go watch a show. Shh, don't see, I, 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 I need technique. I need to get my I need to get my technique up. And then I just would but, hold I just would hold Sunny while she slept on me for like two hours and just watch shows by myself. Be like, nobody bother me. I'm feeding I mean, the baby. When my older child was sick the first time, she had like a real fever. Mm. I had to spend like an entire two days holding her, and I just watched wrestling documentaries back when they were on Netflix before the WWE Network. Well, I do need to have Wait, my TV just, game. Just get to it. Just get to it. Just get to the I told you. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Well, you guys interrupted me. It's not like I was talking. Um, I was hesitant to watch the show only because I was like, look, I don't really, I'm not in the headspace. Like, I'm about to like, go into labor for anything remotely serious. So I didn't, you know, especially like a reality show that was serious. So 
I was not into it. And then Becky was like, no, 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 trust me. Like, it, it's really, you got you to give it a chance. And I absolutely loved um, Becky's suggestion of Love on the Spectrum, that Netflix, which uh, I think promotes it as if it's like a reality show or a dating show. And it's really so much more than that. It's more of like a documentary. You're a documentary filmmaker, you would know. Like, I feel like it's much more of like bordering on documentary than on reality, like, salacious, like, dating, salacious dating Oh, show. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's definitely it's more, more heartfelt. I would, and... I would call it, you know what I would call it? I would call it a nonfiction dating show because <laughs> it's not straight documentary. It's very, right. it's very constructed right. and scripted, you know, but it's, it's certainly nonfiction. You are right. seeing these people's um, real, real lives real and characters. Yeah. And, you know, watching with mom, who is a special education teacher and um, knows, you know, obviously a ton about that, you know, topic. She was like, it was cool to watch it with mom because she was just like, this is so important. This show is so educational. This show Mm -hmm. is just people don't, you know, get to see and talk about this. And, And it's so interesting because so many of the struggles that a lot of the characters have throughout the show people have and that's what the the therapist like are are the coach the like the dating coach says like a lot of people like just struggle in everyday life with this right um and so it's like you know the parts that are specific to people on the spectrum and um and in terms of the autism spectrum and then people uh who like just things that people struggle with at everyday life socially but in in certain ways these people in the show who are on the spectrum are more emotionally mature and honest i mean in many ways more emotionally mature and honest than you know typical neurotypical people who are dating you know the fact that they could say at the end of a date hey i really like you i'd like to see you again or you know, I really I like you, but friends. I but I don't yeah. have romantic feelings for you. Like that honesty is so um, it's educational for for I think typical people to to see. Like, oh wait, it's possible to just be honest and about. I, yeah, I, I highly recommend it because it's, I think it's done really well. I think it's I think it's done respectfully. I, I would be curious to know, you know, somebody who experiences that what they would think, but it seemed like the the filmmaker or the the show runner was respectful to to their you know needs or wants and uh i thought it was a beautiful show so thank you beck that's awesome you're welcome you're genius all right well let's go around and just say what else we've been watching and we'll wrap up since you know lily does lily has done it i feel i feel badly i I should share the i told you show between you and your kids because the truth is i knew about the show and i was willing to watch it because i was like if shy likes this and this is definitely a show for like nine-year-olds then it must it must be pretty good so i'm gonna give it a chance yeah i know tons of people our age that don't have kids that are watching it that just love it but mm-hmm. you don't need to feel bad. I don't need. I don't need. I told you so for mm-hmm. validation. Well, um, so what else? What I else do. You been, what else so you? Thank you. What else you've been watching, Beck? You know, I have a really hard time with this. I am like Dory. Okay. I only remember the most recent thing. I also watched season one of Dirty John. I watched season one of The Sinner. I'm gonna need a big break before ever watching any more Sinner, if I ever do. That was a little nauseating to get through. Um, yeah, but I, I do have, I obviously saw Love on the Spectrum, but I, it's like, poof, in and out, gone. 
don't no right. idea what I'm watching. All right, uh, Lil, what about you? Oh no, you haven't been watching anything. Uh, I haven't watched anything, but I, I I do want to say that I'm really looking forward to yet another. I'm like holding out promise. I feel like I can't let the hope go that there will be a good Netflix action movie. And I really want to see Project Power. I I feel like you maybe should have said something good about Perpetual Grace, Lil. Get the rhythm, get the rhythm. Oh, I I, I can't because I haven't, it's like, I'm so emotional about it. I haven't finished it. And I just can't like mention it in passing. Okay. But like one, if I, if we get a chance to like go further into the birth story, I will say that Perpetual Grace played an enormous role. Okay. And still does when Jose's rocking the baby and he's rocking Asher and like, yeah, gonna stop crying. He just goes, get the rhythm, get the rhythm, get the rhythm, fucking get it. Yeah, yeah, that show, Chris Con and Chris Conrad. That show is amazing. And I, and I have like, I think three episodes left. So I will definitely mention it when I finish. And Chris Conrad, who plays New Leaf and who was also in Patriot, has been such a gentleman on Twitter. On Twitter, I know. Responding to my tweets. I cannot wait to Um, see his brother and him, Steve Conrad and Chris Conrad, the Conrad brothers. Wow. That's like, I mean, the talent there is just, I think. So, yeah. So, that is what, that is one that we have been watching. That is true. Um, But I've mentioned it before a long time, but it's it's fantastic. And I can't wait to, to finish it. Oh, I also watched Upload, which Shy Gets and I told you show for. I really loved that first season. Yeah. How amazing I is Andy loved Hello? it. I she's wonderful. I loved that uh that season. I thought it was so show. interesting. I want more of that show. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um but yeah, I am I am gonna say like I maybe Project Power is the one that will be good, guys. Maybe. Hey, it's Jamie Fox. And that that feels and Joseph Warren Levitt, right? Uh, right, right, right. You, you, you watch it for us. You let us know. I tried to get Vlad yeah. to watch it the other day. He wouldn't even entertain the idea of watching a Netflix. He's like, enough. Blame. He's like, enough of this dreck you keep making. Ne- me watch. Netflix no. is. I'll be the. I'll, I'll take films. one for the team. The comedies are okay. good. The comedies I'm now like willing yeah. to discuss. Um, so let's see. For me, I've been I've been keeping up my pace of watching things. I rewatched um, the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. But we'll put a pin in that. We'll tell that story another time why. But that movie is just awesome. It's on a bunch of the streaming services right now. Just the definition of awesome cult movie. Bottom line is if I told you a movie that had Jeff Goldblum, John Lithgow, Christopher Lloyd, Clancy Brown, Peter Weller, Ellen Barkin, like would you need to know even what it was about? Let alone the fact that it's about invading New Jersey. I'll I'll offer another. If you watch it and you know what it's about, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but speaking of New Jersey, I watched a documentary that I just like. Speaking of New Jersey. It was eye-opening. It's called Class Action Park, and it is on HBO Max. And I, I remember growing up, friends mentioning different amusement parks that they went to and things like that. But I wasn't really sure if my friends had gone to this place. And essentially, Class Action Park is about this, like, real-life amusement park that is just super dangerous, that was super dangerous in the 80s, that people, I mean, got hurt and, like, maimed and killed at, uh, but was also a place of, like, real nostalgia and fun and sort of, like, reckless 80s behavior is the best way to describe it. And... This is so. This is a documentary called Class Action Park. It's really interesting. I will say, consider like it's funny and it's nostalgic. I think that 
it tries in the end to be serious about the, the really terrible effects of the park, but I think it could have been more serious and about it. But in the end, it's really worth a watch. And also, I brought it up with my buddies in the Fantasy Football League today when we did our draft, many of which grew up in New Jersey, my friends for the last, you know, 25 years. And they all had an action park story directly that could have been taken directly from this movie. And so this was a thing that, oh yeah, we used to go all the time. It was crazy. So everyone should watch Class Action Park. And then I think the movie Action Point is based on it. That's the one with um, what's his name? Uh, Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. I'm kind of interested to see that. But if it overly glorifies it, I'm going to feel... I got to see because the true story is both like interesting, but also it's also like kind like, of it's also pretty sad. Like when you, sad, think about it. Yeah. Um, but but it, but I couldn't look away. It was fascinating, and then uh, we you know Dirty John the Sinner, Bill and Ted Marathon, and then here's one I dusted off. I found out this DVD set was actually really hard to find, but I found it on Amazon for a good price. I dusted off the Beetlejuice animated series from when we were kids oh, yeah. and have been watching it, binging it with the kids. I game. loved that show. It yeah, is I so loved it. awesomely absurd. I, I was a huge fan. I remember Lily was a big fan of that. It is a it is a really really fun Adams Family humor kind of show, and my kids are really into the Adams Family, both the original show and the animated show. Not so much the movie from the '90s that scared the life out of them, but uh, they so 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 I was like, yeah, check out this Beetlejuice thing. And at first they were like, I don't know, and now twelve episodes in, they're they're pretty much all about it. So if you can find that on DVD because it's not on any streaming services, it's it's worth checking out. It's a good nostalgic uh, walk down memory lane. And again, that I mean, it won an Emmy for when we were kids. So like, it was it's pretty high level Saturday morning cartoon back in the day. Okay, with that, Lily, if people want to tweet congratulations to you, oh, thank you, and your beautiful I, family. Oh, how you should can they do that at Chi Chi C H I C H I K for Corman. Gomez for Gomez and Chichi K Gomez on the Twitter. And Becky, if people want to congratulate you on your nephew being born or give you an I told you show for all of your recommendations, what or tell you what Buckaroo Banzai is about, oh, please. where should they contact you? At Paper BK Princess on Twitter. And you can follow me at pancake for table That's Pancake and the number four table on Twitter and Instagram and on Letterboxd. You can follow all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Or at FridayNightMoviePod.com. Also, our family in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement are supporting the NAACP Legal Defense Fund and the Equal Justice Initiative. So please check out those organizations. And if you agree with the amazing work that they're doing, please do what you can to support them. Uh, they're, they're doing tremendous, tremendous important work. It's very important in this time that we're in. And uh, with that, our theme song will kick in by What Does It Eat? Check out What Does It Eat's new record sidecar on Spotify and iTunes and all sorts of other places. And Lily, thank you for coming back. What, a mere five days after having a baby thank you for being so accommodating my podcast my fellow podcast host we love you very accommodating and rate and review my birth story on iTunes (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) I love you bye bye